a Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. That's right, it is that time of the morning, half past eight on a Monday. It's time for Executive Chairs. This morning I'm joined by Jack Saunders, the residential representative. Um, Good morning. Good morning. You're the first residential rep because it wasn't called that before. Yeah, no. So it used to be the college's rep and then they obviously decided that uh, there wasn't quite enough work to be done just around the colleges. So um, yeah, they expanded it out. So now I'm kind of representing people in flats, people in uni flats, all the locals. Yeah. um, as well as people in colleges. Everybody. You encompass the whole yeah. student body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Even the ones that still live at home with their parents, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> haven't, be haven't great... had too much advocacy work to do with them. <laughs> that would yeah. be a great hassle. Oh, man, I'm paying too much rent at my mum's house. Can you please <laughs> yeah. go and talk? Hate I've, my flatmates. Yeah, so. yeah. They're <laughs> terrible. They never clean. Yeah. Um, yes, brilliant. So, yeah, all right. So, um, so what is the basics of your role? What exactly do you do? Well, yeah, it was interesting jumping into the role for the first time this year because obviously there was a lot of stuff that had to be actually set up from the outset. So um, a lot of that has been following on from the work of the college's officer. So I've still been pretty actively involved in all the collegiate lifestyle um, and been involved with the heads of all the different colleges and everything. But um, it's been pretty cool this year sitting on a few different boards, like helping advise on um, the project steering committee, which they basically do all the acquisition and they go around talking about the developments of the mm-hmm. university um so i've been helping out like with the building of the new hall and like the development of designs and stuff for that which has been pretty cool cool um helping provide more sort of like a student perspective i don't know anything about all the architecture yeah, side of yeah, things, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah it's been pretty cool like having a bit of an input in that which well if nice. you're building a, a certain thing for a certain bunch of people you need those certain bunch of people to have their input right yeah Otherwise exactly. it might not work for them yeah yeah um and I mean, I, I guess with like building a new role and having all that other work to do, of course, the 2020 has been the year that it has been. Yeah. You ran in 2019 and you were thought, wow, I'm just going to sit back, relax. Yeah, it's going to be cruising. Yeah, yeah. And oh, no. No, 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 no. It's not that normal year of bad landlords, bad flatmates, and yeah. uh, bad, bad deals for RAs, although they're all still in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Um, I mean, how's it been with COVID? Because I think one of your roles would, would have been the hardest hit because, um, you know, you've got all these students in halls and flats. Some of them have to leave. Um, some of them might have bad internet. Some of them, for a myriad of reasons through this crisis, it's been difficult for them. So, I mean, wh- how has that been for you? What have you had to do? Yeah, for me, it's been interesting because obviously the accommodation sector has like, been one of the hardest hit. Um, and so... For people in flats, what we did, we didn't really see that there was anything tangible that OUSA could do. Yeah. So what we did was um, we kind of put out like an open letter out to landlords um, and to property managers just saying like, hey, it's worthwhile having a talk to your tenants, um, just going and like opening that conversation, seeing yeah. if they'd actually been hit by like loss of things like part-time jobs, mm. loss of, um, yeah, even full-time jobs and stuff, you know, yes. for people whose flatmates were maybe working full-time. Um and the reception we received on that was like it was mixed but it was kind of one of the only things we could do but um yeah in terms of the halls and stuff that was a lot more tangible um so we worked really closely with nzusa Mm -hmm. and i became sort of the student accommodation like liaison point um from like the national usa body through down here and so we were just trying to like coordinate our responses um and the way that the different students associations kind of approach their universities um 
and then subsequently we managed to get like a two hundred dollar rebate um, yes. for all the colleges. Um, yeah, people staying in colleges. Um, or sorry, no, people who went home. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Who weren't still staying down there. Um, yeah, so that's pretty good. And what about RAs? Because you know we all know that RAs in, at Otago have been long suffering. Yeah, yeah, no, that they have. Um, yeah, I ended up um, a few of them actually reached out to me and they said, "Hey, we don't think that." Um, you know, our work here is being representative of, like, the amount that we're being paid because yes. there were quite a few people, there were a few RAs who went home that were receiving that $200 rebate on top of their pay. Yeah. And the RAs that stayed, they actually weren't getting anything extra. Yeah, um, yeah. So we ended up kind of talking to the uni and they were actually really receptive of all the ideas. Like, we were just bringing to them the issues that the students were coming to us with. And yeah. then because of that, we managed to secure, it was called, like, a retention pay. So... Um, I think that was about $150 a week extra that RAs who stayed were actually getting paid on top of their... And they were being paid stuff like overtime as well. Like yeah. They were working more hours and everything. And no doubt they were. I mean, you've got a, a bunch of young um, adults. Yeah. You know, have just left home for the first time and uh, it's not long into their first uni year yeah. that there's a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, no, it was pretty, yeah it's pretty full on. Because I know that... Um, the colleges actually like divide themselves up into little bubbles, yeah. like within the colleges. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. was, um, yeah, that was pretty weird. Apparently, being an RA, having to try and manage like people within the bubbles, because then they had to take on more of like sort of an authority role. Yes, telling people, of course, like, yeah, which they said that that was pretty hard for them, and like massive kudos to like all the RAs that stayed. Yeah, and you know a lot of those um, young adults would have been quite <laughs> scared. Yeah. You no, know? for sure, yeah. Especially staying down in the hall, you know, when your parents might be in lockdown and yeah, totally yeah. separate part of the country, and yeah. then they just made that decision to stay through. But from the sounds of it, everyone was, like, really, really well supported That's good. That time. What about the occupancy rates now? You know, have they bounced back? You know, have a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've definitely bounced back. Um, they've dropped compared to what we'd see, like, in a typical, like, standard year, just mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, people have either not really enjoyed the whole experience not really had the most um like often what i found now having talked to people staying in the different halls it's like they're trying to cram all of the events um, yeah, yeah, over the full year like yeah, into yeah, the yeah. one semester which has been yeah <laughs> that's been pretty full on apparently well, they still want to get their experience right yeah yeah 100 yeah 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 um what about for like in terms of flats for for next year i mean do you think are we seeing the uptake? I mean, it's still. I mean, September's usually about to hit. There's usually the time where people start looking for flats and going into yeah. them, and it happens even earlier. But uh, for the, for the big ones, but do you think um, you know? Are we seeing um, a slower uptake? Uh, you know, could it be a fact that you know maybe students are going to go to uni closer to home next year instead of coming all the way to Otago to study? We don't know how it's really going to look. Yeah, no, nah, that's a good question. Um, some of the heads of college that I talked to had actually been saying to me that um, they've. Seen seen one of the highest like early occupancy rates like what? people signing flats like trying wow. to get their heads of college to be um, references and yeah. stuff when they'd only actually been there for a few like you know couple of weeks or yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know a few months because as soon as lockdown was announced people were like oh man like but i've already got my friend group and like you know i want to like remain in that friend group yeah, so let's yeah. all go sign like a flat with <laughs> that group of people <laughs> which yeah the heads of um, college were pretty reluctant on but i mean like people are going to do what they want to do yeah that's um, right but, yeah, we've definitely seen, like, I think it's been more staggered in yeah. terms of, um, like, flats actually being put out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know that 
because when I put out like the flatting magazine, one of the biggest bits of advice was like, you know, don't sign a flat too early. Yes, of course. Like, that's always a yeah. Yeah, that's always one of the biggest things because obviously it's all going to like crop up more. And obviously, like landlords have had their own stuff to like fully deal with. Um, and so I think for them, like trying to get those signed early, that was like an added level of security, especially mm-hmm. with the whole fixed term tenancies and yes. you know, like from first of Jan, thirty first of December, they just thought, right, we're just going to secure this now, like in case it's all going to happen, but. Yeah. What about? I mean, I'm interested in see what's happening on Hyde Street. Purely for the fact that a lot, you know, a lot of those people, you, you go to Hyde Street, so you can have the Hyde Street key grace in your yeah. year, right? And yeah, so, yeah. so I know, a, I know one student that's on Hyde Street. I know them, and they're gutted, right? So yeah, because they didn't get to have it yeah, this year. Fully. So yeah. they're like, we're going to try and stay next year. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be a bunch of like um, people coming out of first year that want those flats as well. So it must be quite the tussle, and I can imagine that the prices might go up a little bit. Yeah. No, I think that that's definitely going to be one of the biggest telling points, like especially with the new um, RTA like the Residential Tenancies Amendment Act. Yes. Um, yeah, limiting all the rent increases to like once per year. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, it's not hugely applicable in Dunedin because of the nature of like all the fixed-term tenancies. But um, yeah, I think that some landlords are definitely taking like advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and sort of, yeah, increasing it. I know that definitely this year, like from the flats that we've looked at, they've all said that they're going up in price next year. But yeah, yeah in terms of that Hyde Street thing, like it's going to be interesting seeing the sort of nature of the beast with the whole um you know if covid ends up remaining um how that's going to look next year and like yeah. obviously with the presence of the whole like sophia charter and everything and just there being more considerations taken but i think at this stage i'm optimistic but and hopefully there's not too much of a tussle well we'll see there always yeah. is um how have landlords been um you know around the changes to the act and also uh, have, have they been good in otago over the last like year and a bit in terms of putting in insulation and all that kind of stuff they have yeah so obviously like with the introduction of the um healthy home standards like we haven't like seen any landlords or anything kick up too much of a fuss but i think that obviously the implementation of that next year that's going to be interesting for whoever's in my role because there's going to be i think quite a big period of like wiggle room Mm, where landlords are still like trying to you know put everything in place to make sure that like their house is up to scratch for all their tenants and stuff um and then there might be a bit of changeover period where tenants don't actually know that you know the healthy home standard has come into play and they're just kind of like compliant with that the whole way through and yeah 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 yeah. just not too fussed about it but i think that's going to be a completely different beast next year um are you and matt cutler friends on facebook no, we're not friends on Facebook, actually. Um, no, yeah. I will be careful what I say here. Like, in terms of the, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Nah. He, um, look, like, he's, he's, he does his job, and I do my job, and we don't, we haven't actually had a lot to do with each other. Obviously, like, I'm very much for the students, trying to, like, you know, advocate for them and, like, their rights and everything that they've got going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tread lightly here in yeah. what I say, <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, like, yeah, if I will say, like, anyone that's listening, you know, if you have issues and stuff, like, definitely cruise through to, like, OUSA student support or come to us, but we won't necessarily be coming out with a massive public statement anytime soon about any inadequacies of rental properties. <laughs> Uh, but there is, how's the Rate My Flat app going? Yeah, so um, that is still very much like in its inception stages. So, because um, the idea, like, it was a website that yep. was developed by Otago Uni students. Yep. That website then got acquired by an independent company called um, Bamboo Creative, who mm-hmm. have kind of like sat with it until someone was kind of going to come to them and say, like, oh, hey, we're keen to get this started again. Um, 
so we've been in talks with them about um, the actual website and like where it's at at the moment and what we need to do and so we're currently talking about setting up uh, like a formal partnership with them Mm -hmm. which would be awesome but again like that's still very much in the works but um, yeah I've set it as one of my goals to try and have something done sort of like by the end of the year like start of next year yeah and yeah I think because it's one of the best tools to use but there's a lot of like implications behind that you know around defamation people posting um, you know like derogatory reports of their landlords and stuff and like we just want it to be completely objective like that's our whole vision for it yeah um yeah just an objective rating system where like you're rating the flat not the landlord and just saying hey like yeah this is pretty cool you celebrate all the good flats and then you know you can highlight some of the issues in some of them yeah um yeah and i can definitely see that as being like a really positive thing for students Cool, so cool. hopefully that gets off the ground. Hopefully, yes, indeed. All right, are you going to run in 2021 for any position? Or? I'm still unsure yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still definitely tossing it up. It just depends on, like, the uni workload and stuff. Well, you're in dentistry now. Yeah, dentistry, which is, um, yeah, it's pretty full on. Like, definitely when I ran for the role um, last year, I wasn't quite sure where I was going to be at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd always known that I wanted to do dent, but then the workload's been definitely a shock to the system. Wow, and it's only going to go up. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely more um, more content and like theory based stuff this year, but yeah. then for um, yeah for next year it's more sort of like clinical stuff, and so I might be able to manage it. But yeah. I guess it's just whether I'd like want to run for one of those twenty hours or the ten hours and stuff. But true, yeah, true. It's a pretty cool job. I'll yeah. say that. Good. Well, it's a great place to be. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah, very good. I would say. Hey, um, Jack, thanks so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. No, no worries, man. Cheers for having me. Yeah, no, you're more than welcome. It's been great to find out about your role and what you've been doing. Um, and thank you for all the hard work you put in for the students this year. Yeah, no dramas, man. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk again soon. Yeah, cheers. Right. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.